Welcome to another special episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. It's our 35th anniversary special for the Super Mario Brothers series. We've already done Super Mario Brothers 2, Super Mario Brothers 3, and we are finally ready to talk about Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. And as I said, we are celebrating Mario's 35th anniversary. We are doing an episode on big Mario Brothers games in the franchise throughout the year to celebrate Mario's first video game that came out for the NES system. Now this one, Super Mario Brothers World, was one that everyone is excited for us to talk about. Everyone said, man, I really liked the episode of Super Mario Brothers 2 you did. Super Mario Brothers 3 was hilarious. I cannot wait for you guys to talk about Super Mario World. And that made me feel really bummed because I think it's mutual for all of us that Super Mario World is probably not our favorite Super Mario Brothers game. I wish you could see my face right now. <laughs> I, re- I mean, I mean, you guys can, but I wish that people could. Yeah. Now, again, I don't want to say like it, we think it's a hor- horrible garbage game or anything like that. We just prefer others over Super Mario World. But we still have a good amount of stuff to talk about Super Mario World. So how I want to kind of start this off is how we started off every episode. What was your first experience with Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System? Now, real quick, Super Mario World came out on August 23rd, 1991. To start this off, we are going with the first, the oldest, the wisest and sexiest member of Third Party Controller Podcast. Joe, what was your experience with Super Mario World? So I think the first time I played Super Mario World was probably at a cousin's house. Um, cause I, I didn't get, I didn't have a Super Nintendo when it first came out. I had the, I had a Sega Genesis. Um, so I was able to play it a little bit. I played it with my, uh, there and I mean, I got, I got, you know, I didn't get to really like sink my teeth into it until, uh, a few, like a year or two later when I, when I finally got a Super Nintendo and, um, I, I could be wrong here, but I, I think that was the last time a Mario game was like the pack, at least at launch was a pack in. With uh, uh, with the console, the console? yeah, because I don't think sixty four mm. was right. No, no, you had to buy that separate. Yeah, I, they might I have done Super... special bundles later, later. But... Yeah, later on. But I think I think Super Super Mario World was the last time you got a uh, um, the game like a, a game that came with the console, mm-hmm. um, the packing game. And uh, yeah, the first time I played it, as I remember being as a kid, I, I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Like you know, it was Mario. It, it was um, you know. We got Yoshi out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, and there was some cool effects. Uh, I remember one thing specifically I kind of dug and thought was cool is when you were climbing on the fence and you could hit the little butt or hit the little squares on the fence and they would turn. Uh-huh. And I always thought, oh, that's kind of cool. And there was like some, you know, there was newer, there were newer features, um, you know, that new abilities, uh, a few, not really, I want to say outside of Yoshi, there wasn't, there was actually wasn't that many abilities. So was there? I think they kept it very basic. When it came to the Mar- Super Mario World, compared to the other games, especially Super Mario Brothers 3, there wasn't that many varieties in suits. You had the... I want to say um, it was just the cape, right? The you cape had the cape, you had the fire um, fire suit, and that was it. But Yoshi yeah. actually brought more to it. Yeah. You know, so that was a that was a pretty big variety in, in, in during 
that release of that game that that kind of changed up having Yoshi on there was something new, you know, it, it was like it, a unique it was, thing. It was definitely like, I mean, obviously it's always going to be memorable for the fact that they introduced Yoshi with, mm -hmm. with that game. Uh, I think one of the other things um, I remember about the game was um, the look of, the look of it was pretty good. Like when you mm. actually got into the game, everything, you know, you, it was definitely a step up. You, you know, you, you had your NES games and you saw the SNES and, you know, you looked at Mario and like, Oh, it's, it's definitely a, a big step up from um, from the NES era, um, mm -hmm. but for me, like I don't know. Well, like I mean, I'll leave it at that right now. That was kind of just basically like how I was introduced introduced to it. Um, it, it had its similarities to three, like it had the the you know like you know the overworld. Um, you had your your you know your castles, which were cool. I always dug the castles. Yeah. Um, but I guess I, as, an, as an introduction, that's kind of like just how it was. It was like, cool, it's, an, it's a new Mario game. And, you know, I had uh, I definitely put it through his pace. I played a lot of it as a kid, mm -hmm. for sure. When you were older, you said you didn't have a Super Nintendo when it came out. So with what you said, like when you ended up getting a Super Nintendo, you did get Mario World, Super Mario World? Yeah, it came with it. Oh, okay, cool. Because you got the, okay. Yeah, it was, it was the pack-in. So, I mean, and, I, and I, that was one of the things because, like, I didn't get to really, like, I played it at my cousin's, but I didn't really get to sink my teeth into it. So when I actually bought it, it was always the game, like, you know, you wanted the console because it was like, oh, man, it's got Mario. You know, that's mm -hmm. one of the games you always, you know, you always want to play a Mario game. And, um so I was really, I was stoked to play that, to finally like just to, you know, all right, I'm going to get in there and put real time into this now. Beto, what about you? Um, how, what was your first experience that you remember with Super Mario World? Uh, I remember playing it at my cousin's house uh, in Palmdale <laughs> and uh, my cousin Emmy. Yeah. And uh, I just remember he had, he had a Super Nintendo. I didn't know anybody that had a Super Nintendo at the time. And he had uh, Super Mario World and, uh, I didn't really play it that much. I like I, I kind of played it a little bit here and there, but I wasn't really. I didn't spend a lot of time playing it. But I remember my other cousin; he was playing it, and then because I mean at the time, like you didn't know the four button controller, like yeah. the face buttons and stuff, so you didn't know how to like run or jump and all that stuff. So he was playing, and he was asking my cousin like, "Hey, how do you jump?" And he goes, "Why?" He goes, "Cause <laughs> I want to jump." He goes, why? He's like, because I want to fucking jump. Because you push Y to jump, stupid. <laughs> so that's like the only, like one of the, <laughs> one of the few things that I remember from that game. Like every time it's, it's got, it's, that's probably like one of the better memories of that game that I have. And I don't have a lot of memories <laughs> of this game. But yeah, that was pretty much like my first experience playing that game. And I played here and there uh, growing up. But, but yeah, that's, that's, that's just the memory that stuck with me the most. Jesse? Oh, well, uh, for me, I mean, this is kind of going to be a broken record because first time Joe played it was with a cousin. Second, the first time Joe, uh, Bethel played it was with a cousin. And the first I time the I only, played it. Yeah. That's the only way you can actually play this game growing <laughs> up. <laughs> I played it uh, at my cousin's in Tijuana, uh, my cousin Arturo. Um, he had a Super Nintendo, and I, I, I vividly still remember he had brought the Super Nintendo to my grandpa's house. We plugged it into the TV, and this was my first time playing Super Mario World. You, you knew what Super Mario World was because of TV and people talking about it, stuff like that. But this was my first time actually playing the Super Nintendo and Super Mario World, and I just remember playing it and being like, this feels weird. I was so used to Mario 1, Mario 3, that to me... It is a different feeling game. 
you know like super mario world fits for what that game is when it released but it just felt so weird to me and i'm like oh what's this and by that time i knew who yoshi was yoshi was the new character that mario rides but i just remember being really weirded out by it just the feeling of it like it wasn't bad it looked nice it was a new mario but it wasn't what i expected and i think it was just more me always playing those original games always just kind of going through them and what i was expecting from a mario game and then this wasn't that it was more different yeah and and i didn't hate it but it just felt weird and but that's a good thing with all the mario games they've always had some sort of different differences to it so. that it yeah but for that time it was just like this isn't mario you know yeah. like this is this is weird well it, i mean it's mario but i don't like how this is so i think that kind of made me like super nintendo's weird because it's making my games that i like weird you know but yeah that was the first time i it, went, it was going through that teenage years where i wasn't sure what it was doing yeah <laughs> but yeah no that was my first time with super mario world This one was a longer time for them to actually work on it. it three years with a with a team of only up to 16 people making this for the Super Nintendo. And 60? 16 people. Oh shit, 16. Just 16, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they worked on it for a while, but still, even though they worked on it for that long, compared to like usual time that was what they did with the original Mario Brothers and Mario Brothers 3, which were just like a couple of months, less than a year sometimes, um, they actually spent more time on this, but still had to rush Super Mario World to release during the launch because it came out in October of 1990, if I'm correct. I forget what month, but it was in 1990. It came out a year before in Japan. Everything always came out earlier in Japan around that time. But uh, still, even though they had to rush through it, so a lot of concepts, a lot of the ideas that they had for Super Mario World didn't really show up in that game. But even with that... That game itself still had a lot of stuff in it compared to previous Mario Brothers games. Even with the concept of something that we were talking about like Yoshi, Yoshi was actually an idea of Mario riding a dinosaur was the idea Miyamoto had for the original Mario Brothers on the NES, but they were never able to make it work or kind of, there was, you know, hardware limitations. So it was never something that he was able to put into Super Mario Brothers to the point where he had concept art of Mario riding the dinosaur, which later became Yoshi. Uh, Miyamoto would have that picture on his desk for five years until they ended up starting to make Super Mario World. So that's pretty crazy that like an idea that he has is always something that will come out either in a future game or in another type of title that he it's might crazy be that, that he had that in mind from the beginning, but yeah. I mean, they weren't able to do it, but finally be able to do it until until 
there's there's other things where like people who mod or people who make games i think it was the little nemo game had him like riding a, a creature so a lot of people were kind of oh yeah like well it is possible but again i think it all depends on the game you know maybe it just yeah. didn't work for what they were making now us coming growing up after that knowing what super mario brothers world world was and getting older once that stuff started coming to re-release, because before you can only play that game when it came out for Super Nintendo, but around 2007 when the Wii Shop ended up opening up and you were able to download, you know, Nintendo, Super Nintendo games, Sega Genesis games, all that stuff, you know, Super Mario World was available to download from the Wii, the Wii U, 3DS, to like now you can play it on your Nintendo Switch. When you guys kind of got back into it, did you, I remember buying, I think I bought Super Mario World for everything from the Wii, 3DS, Wii U, and so on. Um, what was your kind of reaction from then when stuff started getting re-released till now with Super Mario World? We'll start with you, uh, or oh. Beto, whoever. I mean, for me, I mean, I thought it was cool that they came out with that stuff, but I didn't have a Super Nintendo growing up, so I mean, I didn't know what to play. Like, I mean, was Link to the Past in, in, in any of the um, Wii Shop? Was yeah. it in the Wii Shop? Mm -hmm. Like pretty yeah, much see, all I the like, big ones and stuff. Yes, yeah, see, I, I I had no experience with any a lot of the Super Nintendo games, so I really, for me, I I saw that it was on there. I was just like, oh, whatever. I didn't really care because I I just didn't grow up with those games. Uh -huh. Um, you know, I I mean, I've I can say that I I put in a lot of time. I I put in a lot of time with Super Mario World. Um, as a as a kid younger, uh, you know, when I finally had it played it a lot um and then my nephew like when i got done with it then my nephew got a super nintendo and that was one of the games he played a lot so i played with him so i had like a couple of different goes at the game so that when it finally came out on the um on the uh like re-release like on eShop and all that stuff like mm -hmm. that it was never a game i really like was all that hard up to play again it was always like eh like, I knew it was there. I was like, I've experienced it enough of it for, for me to just be like, oh, cool, yeah, that's cool. I mean, I was always like, it's cool that it's been released, but I was never like, oh, man, I really want to play that one again. It just, you know, for me, it was like I had already had my fill of it, and I was like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. With all the re-releases and everything, it wasn't till the Switch version. Well, not until we started doing this podcast and actually doing these special episodes of Super Mario Brothers that I finally actually went farther than ever and actually beat super mario world for the first time in like a long like i mean i never beat it before so it's the first time i actually beat it but like actually going through it i still feel the same way i've always felt it's not my favorite super mario world but it actually really surprised me on how much was in that game because it is a different game compared to mario brothers one through three yeah it's a huge game it's the first Mar mainline mario game that had a save feature in it because with the other Mario games, it was more, hey, you're going to beat this in one sitting, you know, because you'll you learn the, the warp zones, warp areas and all that stuff, the flute, whatever, ha what have you. You learn that stuff. It was made to kind of be like be able to beat in a sitting. That's why there was never a save feature in the Mario games. But in this Super Mario World was the first time they actually had a Mario game built from the ground up having save states. What I also found, I remember like getting pretty far before actually beating it now. This was before we, I started doing streaming. This was before we streamed anything. Me and Bethel played it together, two player, the two player co-op where I'm Mario, Bethel's Luigi, and we actually went far, pretty far, and that was a difficult game to go through. 
You remember that bit though? Yeah. Like just things going through that game was just that, that was probably a really fun fun time, but we never ended up finishing it. What about en- enemy variety in the game? Um, you know, I mean, was there really all that many? I mean, that was the first time we saw what's his name. Uh, is it Kanek or Ken? What's his name? Actually, go, going through it, there's a ton of enemies. That Some enemies, there's a huge variety of enemies in Super Mario World that hasn't been in another Mario game after that. You have the enemies that are dressed up like football players. I forget what their names oh, yeah, are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You have, uh, you have the dinosaur. Ones, no, right? What's up? They throw yeah, baseballs. One, they throw one, baseball yeah, one tackles. One throws baseball. Yeah, and but then, they're wearing football uniforms? Yeah. Hey everyone, I noticed while editing this episode that Bethel had a question that I actually had the answer to and I did not hear him. He's talking about the football character and that the football character was throwing baseball. The reasons why was they said they didn't want to use the extra time or resources to create another character to save up memory just for one thing. Why make something new when you can just reuse the original asset? That is why the football player throws baseballs. Where, like you were bringing up earlier, Joe, there wasn't that many, you know, power-ups and stuff. But, like, something like Yoshi, you, that kind of, that was such a huge change that they didn't need to have, you know, the Tanuki suit. They didn't need to have, like, the turret, you know, the Hammer Bro suit, all that stuff. Like, Yoshi was kind of a big change in Super Mario World. Um, here's a list of enemies. The Amazing Flying Hammer Brother. Uh, Banzai Bill, Beach Koopa, Big Boo, Blarg, Blurb, Babom, Bony Beetles, Boo, Boo Blocks, Boo Buddies, Boo Buddy Snake, Boo Buddy Swarm, Bullet Bill, Buzzy Beetle, Charging Chuck, Cheep Cheep, Climbing Koopa, Dino Rhino, Dino Torch, Disappearing Boo Buddy, Dry Bones, Eerie, Fire Pee Papukun, Fire Snake. You gonna go through all of them? Because you really don't know. <laughs> no, I, I, but I want, yeah, no, th- there's a ton of enemies. Even when I was yeah. going through it just recently, I was surprised. Like, some of them, <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I've seen these in later Mario games. But a lot of them, like, this is the only time you've seen them. You That was the only time you saw, like, the, the ones in the football outfits, even the dino ones. There, there's, like, big dinosaurs. And then you hit them, and they become tiny dinosaurs. But once they become tiny, they look up and blow fire out their mouth. And then it's like, oh shit, so you can't jump on them right away or you're going to get hit by the fire and you lose. Like, there was so much variety in they Super also, Mario World. I feel like they re- they they um they also, like, created a lot of characters that were just basically, like, fodder for oh, Yoshi. We- like, specifically for him to, like, you know, to eat and stuff like to that. To eat, you know yeah. I mean? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, to eat, you would eat Yoshi. Uh, with Yoshi, you would eat them, but certain Koopas with Koopa-colored shells, like, if you yeah. grab the red one... Yoshi would be able to blow out fire. If you grab yeah. the blue one and kept it in your mouth, you can keep flying with Yoshi as long as you have the shell in your mouth. And if you got the yellow one, you could slam down to the ground and it would make like a, if you were hitting the P power block, but yeah. uh, power power block, but it wasn't in this game. Um, but yeah, going through it now, like I was really surprised on the variety of enemies that, and then what made me surprised too was just none have ever returned. A good a when good you, chunk of them never returned. When you uh, were naming them, it reminded me of David Spade and Joe Dirt when he was naming the, the firecrackers. <laughs> <laughs> Husker uh, do, Husker don't. Husker don't, yeah. <laughs> and you remember who the enemies were, right? 
the enemies in the castles that you fought? I just remember the one. Kids the kids again, first right? Question. Yeah, the Koopa kids were back again. Yeah. 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 There is a variety of the Koopa kids that playing again. That always felt a little... Like, it, that was always one of the moments in the game to me like where I always felt like this game was like... I didn't feel like they put a lot of thought into that. Like, I was mm. oh, they're just going to rehash them. They and did rehash them. Were, yeah. Uh -huh. And, I mean, even though there was a lot of stuff that was technically new like enemies and stuff like that i mean i couldn't help but feeling like this game was just like yes it was nicer you know it was on a, on a different console but it just felt like a lot of just rehashed stuff mm -hmm. you know that's one of the things for me um that i always notice as, as you know as i played through it one of the other things that i found surprising was this game compared to other mario games where the other Mario games are more kind of an arcadey feel, with this one, there's way more exploration. I think I think they kind of took a lot of like people liking Super Mario Brothers three because oh man, you f you find the flute by flying up here and grabbing the flute, and then if you're in this level, you hit down on the white block to fall behind it, and then you can grab the flute that way or whatever. They took that to the next level because there are so many hidden things in Super Mario World. And also, there are multiple exits for certain levels. So if you beat a level and the level is still red, that means there's another exit that you can exit out of. And some of those exits can be to go to, I think, um, like the star, the special worlds, uh, which are like the, the star, world, star road going into star world. So, I mean, like... <clears throat> They get like this one. It it's filled to the brim with just being able to go back to it. Like, not saying that you weren't able to go back to replay the Mario games. I mean, we've played them millions of times and had a good time with it. But this Mario was built for replayability, saving your game and just finding any hidden thing. Even to the point where it's so like obtuse to find like where this hidden thing is. Like, oh really? How the hell am I supposed to know that I'm supposed to find it? Like on the other side of the level or, or somewhere up high. But, um, no, no, that's what I came to like really appreciate going through this. Finally is just the variety that this game offers. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, it's me, Jesse again, here to let you listen to the music of the man himself, Ronnie Rivera, Jr. The man who brought you, the intro to Third Party Controller Podcast, he made this mix rendition of Super Mario World's Castle Rendered. It is amazing. Check him out on SoundCloud, D-R-A-W-K-O, Draco. Check out his stuff. He has many beats he's made. He's an awesome person. Check this out and enjoy.
Now, Joe, Beto, did you know that Super Mario World is Shigeru Miyamoto's, the creator of Mario, the creator of Legend of Zelda, that Super Mario World is his favorite Mario game? It's his favorite Mario game? It's his favorite Mario game. Why? Well, I don't know. He just says it's his favorite Mario game. Because he finally brought Joshi on, onto the, <laughs> in, maybe, into the mix? Wouldn't maybe, doubt it. Maybe that's why he's like, finally, what I wanted to make come true happened, and I'm done. When he talks about it, he like starts tearing up because he's finally bringing his game up. Can we talk about how it's not our favorite game? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's go. Well, um, well what else do you want so, to talk about? So for me, you know, having played it in, in like now that I've gotten older, I just feel like it, you know, you know, level design. There's some actually there are some really cool levels and it is a tough game. Um, but there are some things about the game that just I don't know, man, like they just it's not that they didn't age well; they just didn't feel all that. I mean, it really, in a, in a lot of ways, <clears throat> I felt like after the evolution of what three was, this, even though it was on a new console, felt more of a regression. Mm -hmm. I know it's hard to say, just because of like maybe like adding with, with the Koopa kids being like the same enemies, and yes, we got Yoshi and that character. You know, in 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 retrospect, you know, it, it's a big moment. You know, Yoshi became this this character, this this big beloved character in in Nintendo, and you know, he got he got spun off his own series. But <clears throat> there were just things about the about the game that just didn't. I don't know. Like, I know for me personally, and this is just a personal preference uh -huh. outside of like game related stuff. I was not a fan of the music at all in super mario brothers uh super mario world uh -huh. i i fucking hated the music yeah in super mario world yeah i mean i know and in, in some cases they they were go they went there's just certain songs in the game that sound like old stuff like they, they some of the like redone but i've never been shy about saying i was never a fan of the sound chip that the super nintendo really used and, mm -hmm. and especially the early games later games you know they they got it got better but there was this like womp 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 to the fucking to the <laughs> to uh the the sound in a lot of those early games where like if you compare themes from the super mario world that exist in the nes version i would wholeheartedly pick the nes versions of those nintendo themes i don't mm. know i just i i hated hated the music or mm. hated the sound chip especially early on i always felt that's another thing like I always thought the Sega Genesis, like the the, the sound chip, was so, so much superior to the Super Nintendo at at a time. And like I said, at some point it changed, and, and I, I think at some point Nintendo, like they got better. Mm -hmm. Maybe they, they stopped relying on on whatever sound effects they were using. But yeah, like early on, I couldn't stand it. And to this day, like I listen to Mario, World, like I listen to the music of Mario World, and I'm like, I fucking hate this. So there's that. Um, and yeah, just certain things about the game didn't feel like it was really a, all, all that much of a, of a move forward. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah, you got Yoshi, but you know, like later, like, and again, we'll talk about it down the road. But like when we got the Yoshi of Super Mario World Two from Yoshi's Island, that was a completely different Yoshi too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And of course, you can't expect those things from this early, you know, the early incarnation of, of, of Yoshi. It's it's its first. Thing, but like, you know, I felt like they were so gung ho about introducing this character that a lot of stuff that I feel like would have made the Mario Mario himself just like special, it went out the wayside. Miyamoto would disagree. I don't give a fuck what Miyamoto had to say. <laughs> what about you, Bethel? What's something you, you can't stand in Mario Super Mario? World? 
Uh, everything just seems so slippery. Like my, Mario would run and he'd stop, but he kind of slide a little bit further than usual. Like mm. if you play the the ice levels in Mario Three, it felt like he would kind of similar, not as much, maybe like half as much. Yeah, and if everything just felt so like I don't know, like slippery, like not not floaty, but like slippery. And then uh, I don't know, I just felt like there was a bit of delay with, with like with the button presses. I just felt it was it was. Um, like mechanically not not great compared to other games. Yeah, and like Joe, Joe, um, I agree with Joe with the music. Like I can't think of any. Like if you tell me hum a hum a Super Mario World song, like I fucking can't. I don't know. I wonder how much this affects us. Our not hate, but our like. Oh, it's not our favorite Super Mario game, but it not being our console. Our first console with the first game. Like, we played it, you know, not as our first time by ourselves to be able to learn and just fall in love with it. Where it's just more like, I'm at a cousin's house and it's limited because that cousin's going to be like, it's my turn. You lost. My turn. So you don't really have time to, like, get used to it. You know, I wonder how much that affects it. Like, what we have felt completely different if it was something like, here's your Super Nintendo. You're the first one to have it. And here's Super Mario World, you know? Yeah, maybe if we... uh yeah, if that was our console, maybe we'd have more fond memories of it, more yeah. we'd understand the game more. Because I feel like some of the stuff, playing it now, even recently, I feel like I... You're I, being told more of what's cool about it, instead of yeah. finding it out like we did with the other games. Yeah, so like even just trying playing it recently, just trying to figure stuff out, it's still like kind of... It's a bit frustrating, because I, it's just something I didn't grow up with. Mm-hmm. Now again, I'm I'm giving it praise because playing through it right in, like playing through the game, I'm a, I appreciate it more now than I did before. But no matter what, I fucking hate the ghost levels. I oh, yeah. despise the ghost levels. I see them and I get mad. I get I do not like them whatsoever. I don't like how it's just uh oh you went through the wrong door you gotta go through it again oh hey you yeah gotta those this out. Suck, you gotta man. go those again and then like you have the mario the time's up like running are gonna run out like you're i was taught as a kid to fear that sound it would scare me to hear that my time's gonna be up and i would hear that in the ghost ones and i still i wasn't scared it was just more annoying because it's like it gives you more time it gives you like about eight minutes, but it's fucking annoying for me to like, okay, where's, where's the, okay, the booze are all, this is funny, and you, you went through the wrong door, you gotta get this key to go over here, or oh, this is the wrong area, oh, we're not gonna attack you if you look at us, but if you turn your back thereafter, like, I fucking hate ghost levels, and even going through all of these, the ghost levels still fucking suck, I do not like them, Yeah, they could all go to hell. I don't yeah, like. I mean, like the bull, the booze, the characters themselves are cool. But yeah, oh hell the yeah! Are really frustrating. Like, yeah, I, I, playing it recently too. Like I, I trying to figure it out. I was like, oh, okay, like it, it gets it gets tiring. Like I, I don't know. I just don't care for those levels either. Yeah, if there was like a skip button, I'd skip all those. <laughs> um, what about the? We we've already talked about how there what there isn't that many power ups in the game itself. But what did you guys think of two of them specifically? Uh, what do you think of the cape power up and also the what's a jump attack power up? The one where uh, Mario jumps and he could uh, destroy certain blocks and spit while spinning. 
the cape just felt like I mean, honest, like the cape felt like a knockoff of the Tanuki suit. I mean, everything about it was just like, oh, it's a cape now. And I and I remember looking at it like, oh, okay, like there's more the- that you have to manage with the cape. You have to kind of balance it, and then if you're good, now again, I'm not saying it's super difficult, but if you're good, you can just keep going, and you're uh-huh. kind of like balancing because it's basically Mario catching air in the cape, and then. You're releasing it and going up, but if you hit down, he can attack down and do like a hard hit on the floor, or you can just keep bobbing up and down, and you keep going. So basically, if you want to say it is better than the Tanuki suit, as in like you don't have a limited amount of time to of how far you can fly, if you're good, you can just keep flying. Basically, you can rush to the level, but that's what the cape is. But still, around that age, you're just kind of like, why? It's a cape. Why aren't I flying? Yeah, but I think I think too. Like Mario has always been a, a game about exploration and being able to just fly. Just because you're you're able, you're good at flying with that with that cape and mm-hmm. getting through the level. I feel like does it serve a purpose? If there's certain things like oh, if you fly this far and find something here, you find something hidden, cool. But I always felt like that was what was cool with the Tanuki suit or, or in most suits in general. It was like when you got it, you could pretty much tell yourself there's something around here. There, there's no reason for this to be here. Unless there's something for me to find. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. In a lot of cases, especially in those older games, you're like, oh, it's uh, it's this suit. It's like, huh, I wonder what's around. And eventually, you know, from, you know, when you mess around long enough, you're like, you find it. And I mean, like, yes, you, and that's, you have that in, in the world, but like the, the ability to continue to fly, it just was like, I don't know, like, even though you, even though you could manage it, I just felt like, I, I just didn't feel like it was very inventive, like imaginative. I was like, really, just a cape? That's it? You could have done, you know, even bringing back the Tanuki suit, I thought would have been cool. It's so iconic, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it was just like, or Raccoon Mario, you know? Like, oh, that's cool. It's like, ah, it's just a cape now. And I was like, okay. And I just, I don't know, like the, the spin move, the jumping spin move, did that really ever come back? I mean, you can kind of say it did... Like the it was, butt stomp at the end, they kind of in, in a way, but became, it's, I, I thought the butt stomp became iconic because then you yeah. find that in almost every game. But that spinning one, the spinning one is there. Well, there was the spinning in was it Super Mario Brothers Wii U when you had the spinning hat? It's basically kind of oh, the yeah. same, or like spinning in the air with the Wii oh. remote when you can like jump and if you spin it, but it's different, it's different, yeah. So, but I mean, I, we can I you thought, can say like honestly, kind of had that, didn't it? The cape, what? Oh, Didn't the Odyssey kind of have that spin where you could like kind of slam down or something? Or was yeah, it just a spin? I don't, it was just a spin, I think. Oh, okay. But uh, in a way, Tanuki suits always come back. Capes never really come back, only in Smash Brothers. Yeah. It's used as a blocking thing where he pulls the cape out. Oh, yeah. The block. Like, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. Beto, any comments on the cape or the spinning? Yeah, it fucking sucks. <laughs> One of the things, though, I have to kind of admit, the the final boss fight with Bowser is actually pretty cool. It's one of the first times we actually see Bowser's flying Kai uh, clown car. But yeah. I thought it was pretty neat of how how you were able to fight in it. I think a lot of the fights in this, even with the, the Koopa kids, I liked it more than a lot of the fights in the previous games. And especially the final fight with Bowser was really fun. And then it had that animation where Peach is in that clown car and she's screaming for help. I was like, oh, man, that looked pretty cool when I saw it for the first time ever. 
But that was, I don't know, that was pretty neat. You had more of a, uh, I think it was the first time since Mario 3 where we got a better look at Bowser, as in like a more detailed version of Bowser. Like yeah. closer to what you see in the image than what the graphics can do in an 8-bit system now that it's a 16-bit system. But any other things you want to talk about or bring up about Super Mario World? Any final thoughts? Play it. You be the judge. It's all subjective. Yeah, I think outside of it being... I mean, obviously, it's still an important game. It was, you know, a, the pack-in game with the SNES. Um, and, you know, not for nothing, it's a big game and it's a challenging game. So if you like challenging Mario games, you can't go wrong with it. I mean, you, you really can't. Outside of our preference, like, yeah, yeah, we're saying we're not big, you know, we're not huge fans of it. But, like, as far as a challenge goes, and that's something that I think, you know, especially with modern uh, Mario games, People, people like to say like, oh, you know, like this is a really hard one, or, or you know, they, or people have complained in the past, like have said like, you know, Mario's not as hard, that that difficult anymore. But I feel like, you know, even now people say like, oh, these last few Mario games, like Mario's gotten some of the last, especially the um, the Wii U or the the Switch game, had a reputation for being like a tough game. And then like I, w- I remember playing and being like, yeah, that's not that tough. I would say Mario on um, Super Mario World. That's a that's a game like if you're up for a challenge, that's a good one. Yeah, it's definitely one that's challenging. Especially like finding all the extras, going to Star Road, playing Star like, Road's hard. Star World the first, but even getting do, beat those to get the special world, which is eight stages, which is basically what Super Mario Maker's based on. It's hard yeah. levels. It's it's the developers making what is in Super Mario Maker. And that's pretty much how yeah. people got into that. And that's what's crazy about that. Yeah. I think, I mean, I, I feel like there's still value there. Again, it's, you know, there's the things I, I'm complaining about. Like, you bring up the boss battles with the Koopa Kids. Yes, they're mm-hmm. much better. Like, really, when you look at the, the Super Mario Brothers 3, as much as I love it, those boss battles are as simple as, like, can you just quickly jump on them as fast as you can? Mm-hmm. That's what it boils, like, most of the boss battles in Mario 3 boil down to. And the world's basically the same thing, but just giving you a different version of it. So yeah. I don't want to paint it like, oh, dude, you got to hit in the back, and then you got to use this for power-up for this and use Yoshi. No, 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 no. It's, it's the same. I don't want to... Bre- like make this up to be um, insanely crazy. They're almost know? like remixed a little bit, though. Yeah, yeah. Just slightly added difficulty to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I, and you know, like, uh, and again, like you said, like some of those enemies, you only see them in in this game, and some of those enemies, like their placements, the placement of some of those enemies is spot on for like making you die. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, like that first level with the giant. It's not the... Ninja Gaiden bad because nothing's yeah. really that bad, or Castlevania like the floating heads or the those heads. But I mean, there's there's points in in Super Mario World you're like, God damn, this that is the is, Dark Souls of Mario. Right <laughs> you know, it had to be right there. So I would say, yeah, you know, like if you're up for a challenge, it's definitely a, a solid game. Um, but yeah, all in all, for me, just not one of the ones that I will that I hold in high high regard. That's not to say it's not a good game. It's just you know. Yeah, like going back to that uh, perfect place enemies, I think it's the first or second level when you're just running forward and that bullet build just fucking comes right at you. And you have to <laughs> dunk, but everybody tries to jump over because I've done it so many times and you die right away. Like, you try to hit it, but like you're, you don't jump, you can't jump high enough. You just got to dunk it. Yeah. Yeah, there's a. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other parts that I can remember. Well, it's like that like first level you talking about that giant bullet bill was kind of like Nintendo's way of saying, like, Look at us being able to make these giant sprites on your new console. Look at this monstrosity! It's like, holy shit, you know? And it's a great thing to be like, 
and and also it's like yeah it's them showing like look how badass we are but also going hey you gotta fucking watch out like you don't know what's coming are the mode oh, seven graphics that they would use remember the that term mode seven oh yeah mode seven thing? They're like oh it's like all right yeah. like <clears throat> yeah it's it's a it's definitely a uh you know there's some interesting things I'll just I'll never be able to get over how shitty the music is in that though. <laughs> I can think of I can think of one of the themes though, Beto. Like I know how you're saying you can't think of. I can think of at least one of them. That, do it, huh? Do oh, it. I'm terrible at it, but I know which one. Fucking it is. do it. I don't know it. You said you could. Oh yeah, that is. <laughs> <laughs> But some of the other ones are so fucking bad and just like, oh, I fucking can't see. That, that, that is hands down the worst uh, start, the Invincible Mario uh, uh, version ever. Like, and you love your fucking, Invincible Mario I love music. That. That's an abomination. You, that's the only time <laughs> I've ever fucking heard one where I'm like, this does nothing for me. It's hey, horrible. But you got to admit that when you get on Yoshi, Yoshi mixes it up with a little bit of more kind of to the music like you'll have the world yeah, music and thing. when you get on yoshi he gets a little it's like the maracas like <laughs> so yoshi see not only was yoshi an awesome addition he also improved the music technically oh i got another one except that it never really sounded like that to me it always sounded like fucking bad i just hated that fucking sound chip for the like like the longest time <laughs> again like you know it, we're not being we're not shy rap. with saying <laughs> we're not shy with <laughs> not saying that this words. isn't our favorite this isn't our favorite mario but going through it now and finally beating it, I appreciate Super Mario World more than I did before. It still isn't my favorite Mario, but what I like about Super Mario World is that it actually... Nintendo could have just made the same thing after Mario 3. They could have just done the same thing and make it look pretty, and everyone would have said it was amazing because it's Nintendo. But they did different things. They didn't have to add all the stuff they did. They didn't have to do the things. And a lot of the stuff, yeah, there is a good amount rehashed. But they could have gone, hey, we don't have to take three years to work on this. We could do this in a year and just throw out this, you know? They didn't have to, but they did. And I I appreciate that. I appreciate that they took the time to actually do something different. It wasn't all our cup of tea, but... It's just something that, like, I appreciate that they actually did something different. So that's really cool. That's really cool that they took the time to do that. So, And we got Yoshi out of it. Yeah. You know, he got his own series. And because of him, we now have the cutest fucking most adorable game ever created, which is still Crafted World. I don't know if you guys have, <laughs> have you guys even played it yet? No, no I never got it. Oh, I'm more of a, a yarn so Yoshi fucking... guy. Huh? No, I'm just kidding. What'd you say? I was like, I'm more of a yarn Yoshi guy. <laughs> crafted yoshi was yeah, the fucking cutest thing ever um but yeah. speaking of that i mean we we love yoshi's island but we felt that you know even though technically yoshi's island is super mario world 2 we kind of feel that it is different enough that it's different than your standard mario game it is not the sequel to that we feel you know it could be titled yeah. differently 
Even the Japanese title for Mar Super Mario World was Super Mario World Super Mario Brothers 2. I mean, Super Mario Brothers 4. But we would say it's, it's Super Mario World. Um, so we're such fans of Yoshi's Island that we think it's only fair to do an episode of Yoshi's Island and talk about it by itself at a later date. With the 25th anniversary of Yoshi's Island coming soon in October, we're going to be doing an episode solely on Yoshi's Island because it, we like it, but we feel it's different enough to where it's not a part of the Super Mario 35th anniversary that we're doing. It might have just also, been named that because of marketing. That too, yeah, it's marketing. You're right. It also came so late, and that's and I think that's another reason why they named it. It came dude. so late into 95. the uh, the SNES's uh, uh, lifespan that it's to this day I still think it's one of the most under undervalued, underappreciated games. I mean, I know in retrospect people are like, yeah, it's a really good game, but at the time when it came out, you know, it it, it didn't get as much builder hype because it was already at the tail end of the system's life oh yeah we already know why people didn't like a lot of it but we'll talk about it when that episode happens but yeah um They're also fucking idiots for not liking it true <laughs> <laughs> but yeah thank you everyone for joining on our third episode in the super mario brothers 35th anniversary special again we are doing an episode of the big super mario brothers games coming out up until the 35th anniversary of the original Super Mario Brothers. And that is the one we're going to do our final episode on coming at the end of this year. Thank you for joining us. I am Jesse P.S. Lira with... Bedo Esparza. And... Joe Ramirez. And I hope you enjoyed the show.